when I decided, you know, this year we weren't going to have nurse give back nights the first year, this would have been the sixth one. I was like, man, it is so hard. Like I have to put my face on this camera and do this live and say like, I'm choosing myself. And I actually think you all need to do the same exact thing. And like, some people loved it and were like, yes, you deserve it. Like we're so happy. And other people were sad and other people didn't get it. And they were like nervous and like had questions and that's fine. But I was like, this is my journey and I need to be upfront. Like, I'm not going to just fly under the radar and be like, no, we're not going to have a party. I already had a title sponsor for this party. Literally already had people ready to go. I was like, even talking to the Detroit Lions about doing something. And I was like, I just can't do it because it's going to suck all my energy. And I need to like choose myself this year. And I've said that. And guess what? Now, no one's surprised. Do we get any... What are they going to say to me? Even if they don't like it. Cat told us straight to her face. Oh, it's so good. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LaCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for, even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have one of my favorite humans ever on the podcast. Kat Golden is back on the show. She was on about a year ago. That was one of my favorite episodes. And today, she and I are just jamming on all things life transitions and being your most authentic self and how it has helped her create a multi-million dollar business and why she is basically starting from scratch. You guys, I know today's episode is going to resonate with so, so many of you. And if you are a person who has any type of brand, you are going to want to listen to this episode all the way to the end, about 10 minutes from the end of the podcast. I want you guys to stop it, rewind it, stop it, rewind it, take notes, go follow Kat. She gives so much value. I just love and adore this person so much. One of the biggest compliments you can ever receive is that you are the same online as you are in person. And there is not another person that is so authentically amazing as Kat Golden. You guys are going to love today's episode. Okay. So just before I hit the record button, I said to Kat, I said, you know what? We could just talk for an hour and people are going to listen because people love you that fucking much. (laughs) It is oh, so true. I swear to God, it really doesn't even matter what we talk about. People just love you so fucking much that they're just gonna be like, cats on the show. Let's freaking go. Because everything that you say, that's the way I feel about you. You guys, Catherine. Oh, I'm gonna call you now Catherine because I see that you're changing no. your whole vibe on, on Instagram. So is it Catherine? Meta made me do Meta made me do that to get verified. You have to like. They made me put in my whole name. Oh, shut the fuck up. My... Is that why you did it? Yeah. I I literally, if anyone calls me Catherine, like I don't even respond. I don't think of that as my name, but it's my legal name. And they would not verify me until, you know, because it doesn't match my license or whatever. And um, my- oh, I just figured this was like... like changing your whole entire vibe because no. everything's changing with you. And so I was like, oh, should I call you by your new name, Catherine? No. Who the fuck is that? Exactly. I hate it. I wish I could change it, but they wouldn't verify me without it. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, it's Cat Golden. Never mind, <laughs> because that's who I just love and adore so, so much. And I asked her after we were- we were, I was driving home from something and I was in the car for like two hours and I was like, Hey, I have time to chat. Do you want to talk? Well, sure enough, that was the quickest two ride, two hour ride home <laughs> ever, because I'm like pulling into the driveway, sitting on the driveway. And Nathan's like, he comes outside to the car. He's like, are you okay? I was like, Oh yeah, I've been talking to Kat for the last two and a half hours. <laughs> That's the best. Oh my God. It was literally the best thing ever. And I can't wait to do it again, but you guys Catherine, Cat, Cat Golden, who it says Catherine online, but only because of Meta, 
Kat's back on the show and we were talking about the other day how she has just truly kind of been transitioning right now. And I feel like so many people can totally resonate with life transitions. I mean, my God, you and I were talking about it when we were in the car. Like when I transitioned from being a professional golfer to what I'm doing now in the coaching space, I mean, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done because my identity mm-hmm. was so wrapped in that. And now you're making this big transition from nurses inspire nurses into like basically like the hype connection brand ambassador teacher girl that everyone fucking loves and obsessed. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It is weird. Transitions are weird. And I like talking about it because I think that there's so much value to talk about it while you're doing it versus just having like a finished product and being like, yeah, I transitioned. (laughs) It's great. Um, And I'm still like unclear on certain pieces, but I think there's so much value in transparency and kind of embracing the journey and seeing what happens. And I've learned so much even in the last year as I've transitioned and we're not all wrapped up yet, but it's been a wild ride. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever wrap up? Like, I just don't know if it's like, there's this like wrap no. up piece to it. Like, no. I think that that's what everyone thinks, right? Like when I have the money, when I have the fame, when I lose the weight, when I have kids, when, 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 and like, I never feel like that's part of it. No, that's so true. Yeah. It's, you know, cause then that piece wraps up, quote wraps up and then there's a new one. So <laughs> yeah. Like who knows three years from now, cat could be popping out babies and getting married. We never know. Uh, I don't think that will happen, but <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know that we would be uh, moving on from nurses inspire nurses either. So why don't before we go on, in case anyone on the planet doesn't know who you are, you should immediately go follow Catherine Golden, aka Cat Golden, <laughs> right now because she is literally one of the humans on the planet that I respect more than anything else. And anyone I know who truly knows Cat knows that you can 100% respect her and what she says is gold. And there's very few people I believe in this world, let alone in this industry that have that reputation. And I doubt to find one person who doesn't believe that to be true. So thank you for being here. And I just respect the living shit out of you. So tell everyone kind of like where you were, what you were doing and where we're at now, and then we can kind of go into it. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have nurses inspire nurses. It's my first little baby. And basically I started it five years ago, you know, kind of by accident. Like I was really just being myself. And it's so funny. I wanted to make my work environment better working as a nurse. And it makes me laugh. Like I was getting our shift sponsored. Like basically the direction I took the company. I just talked about this on my brand collab workshop. I was like, I got our shift sponsored. Like my first photo shoot, I was just sending cold emails in the middle of the night while I was working and got like scrubs, like 13 nurses I decided to have in this photo shoot, which like, I didn't even really have a company. That's a lot of people. I'm like, yeah, I'll do this whole shoot. We have to have scrubs and like, I'm so crazy, but you know, I just really wanted to show nurses a different way and that we were human first and no one was talking about it um, when I started. And so we just really grew really quickly and you know, did a couple really big deals and, you know, then the pandemic happened and all the things. And through that business, I really saw myself in a different light. I think I had to like prove to myself what I could do. And every year we had a, uh, you know, huge nurse party. And last year when we had our nurse give back night, and I just literally remember looking around and being like, oh my God, I have so many gifts and talents that have nothing to do with nursing. (laughs) Like, I think I saw myself as a marketer for the first time. And then my ex, like I really, you know, helped him with his brand and at the racetrack and he is a professional racer and it was an industry I knew nothing about. And I also saw what I was able to do with that. And so I just saw myself in a different light, I think. And I allowed myself to, say, Hey, I don't have to, you know, try to blow up NIN and continue to grow it. If I don't want to, I can pursue these other things. So I had to take a lot of action to make sure that that business was set. And so we actually downsized and simplified so I could pursue these other things. And I'm, I'm so much happier now. I I don't have a lot figured out. I have some things figured out, not a lot, but I'm doing what I'm good at. And I think that comes out like people see that, you know, um, and it feels good and it's exciting. So yeah, we're kind of forging in the path. 
I just think that it's so incredible because one of the things that I think most people do is they grow this like either name or this brand or this company or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they feel like they're stuck in it. They mm -hmm. And I know that so like, I mean, I've worked with a lot of people and I've been in the same position where you feel like you have to stay in that spot because like, that's how everyone knows you. You're already successful. Like you have this multi-million dollar brand and it's like, now all oh. of a sudden you're like being like, okay, I'm good now. I did that on to the next thing. And people are just like, are you fucking kidding me? She's I know, away like I started that. an email list. I started email list with zero people under zero. my cat And I was like, wow. Like my goal was to have 200 people on my email list by the time I launched my program. And like, that's a weird spot to be. Like add a lot of zeros to that is our NIN email list, like tens of thousands, you know? So to go to be like, I want to have 200 people, but like, cool, who cares? It's fucking amazing. And the comp, like, obviously like things that I talk about all the time are confidence and self-trust because like, those are like, you can't do anything without those two things. Like you exactly. are just one thing that I believe to be true about you. And I've said it on this podcast, probably 15 times. If I haven't said it a thousand, you are the number one person I know and I think I'm I'm a, probably a close second or third, <laughs> but you trust yourself above all else. Like I literally remember thinking to myself, like God himself could walk down. And if Kat doesn't feel like it is in alignment for her, she's deuces. Oh, yeah. You told me, <laughs> you told me you were working with like this high powered, um, uh, oh my gosh, um, accountant what's a chief financial officer you were working yeah. with this high-powered chief financial officer and he's like cat this is probably not a good decision and you're like what i don't really give a fuck this is this is what i feel and i'm gonna do it anyway and i just think to myself there is like nothing more powerful than that because it's always worked out because you have so much self-trust yeah i know <laughs> no, I, can't help it. I know but i think like I feel it so deeply because that is how I know I will ultimately be successful. And I think that so few people, there's just so much noise out there and everyone's like looking for the next thing. And, and I don't know, I think we're like all on our own path. And at the end of the day, like I have had so many mentors and like, I do ask for advice, but it's always through the lens of like, what will work for me? And I've even struggled with that, like in coaching and I, I've figured it out now. I think, you know, we just all have to have experience, but I, I didn't even, you know, mentor or coach for a while because I was like, hold on, like how I need to teach in a way that I make sure that people can still be their, their authentic selves, you know? And, and I figured that out now, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just so interesting to me. Like at the end of the day, like you have to put your head down on your pillow at night. Like, I don't know. It's that weird. Is fucking the exact word that I've used all the time. Like at the end of the day, yeah. if like, I know to my core, people might not like me. I might not always get it right. But at the end of the day, Christina's the only person who has to put her head on the pillow. And I truly try to live to where I, if I'm putting my head down on the pillow at night, I can live with myself. I can be okay with myself. Mm -hmm. I have to trust myself above all else. And I have to go against the grain. I mean, I, you and I talked about it last year when all that shit in our kind of online space was all happening. And mm -hmm. even though it bugged me so much, I always knew I was like, you know what? Stay on this path, stay on this path, trust yourself, be, take the higher road. I know it doesn't make sense. Take the higher road. And now like a year later, I'm just kind of going, fucking told y'all. I fucking I told know. you. <laughs> yep. I told you, I told you. Yeah. And I think too, like, I think now I think like, I'm thinking, you know, what would I tell the cat of like five years ago or 10 years ago? Like it's taken me a while to get even as like crazy as I am now, but I think like now my brain has evidence to be like these exact situations, you know, like I even just recently had a situation with someone I knew in business and um, some stuff happened and the way it was handled, I was like, oh my God, this is really kind of crazy. And it was like a reminder to me, like I was getting a lesson without the one being in the lesson, which is always like the best, you know, when you're like, oh, I could just observe and still learn. Um, nothing bad happened, but 
I was like, man, this is why, yes, sometimes it's hard to speak your truth and to do that thing. But in the long run, it is always better. Like it is just always better. And like, even for myself, like I built NIN, I'm being transparent and speaking my truth. And when I decided, you know, this year we weren't going to have nurse give back nights the first year, this would have been the sixth one. Even in the pandemic, we still did stuff all through it. And I was like, man, it is so hard. Like I have to put my face on this camera and do this live and say like, I'm choosing myself. And I actually think you all need to do the same exact thing. And like, some people loved it and were like, yes, you deserve it. Like, we're so happy. And other people were sad and other people didn't get it. And they were like nervous and like had questions and that's fine. But I was like, this is my journey and I need to be upfront. Like, I'm not going to just fly under the radar and be like, no, we're not going to have a party. I already had a title sponsor for this party. Literally already had people ready to go. I was like, even talking to the Detroit Lions about doing something. And I was like, I just can't do it because it's going to suck all my energy And I need to like choose myself this year. And I've said that. And guess what? Now, no one's surprised. Do we get any, what are they going to say to me? Even if they don't like it. Kat told us straight to her face. Oh, it's so good. So how do you think that you have cultivated that over the years? Like where did that originally start? Or have you always had that? I think it's a little bit of both. Like I think you, you have to train that muscle. I think you constantly have to be pushing that muscle because like maybe it's saying no to the Detroit lions now, but like how many years ago was it saying no to like, you know, a one person or whatever it is, but like where, how have you done that? Because so many people, so many people cannot be themselves. And so many people cannot trust themselves and like have the confidence to be their most authentic self. Yeah, that's a good question. I actually don't really think that I was always this way. Like, I think I maybe had it there and I wanted to, but I actually think like growing up, it was not um, cultivated at all. Like in my family, like we did not have autonomy. And so I think it set me down a path almost that like I didn't want to go on, but I think ultimately like that happened for me, you know? So like, because I didn't have that growing up. And then I got married and went through this divorce and it was like this crazy situation. And I really lost everything. When you lose everything, you don't give a fuck because you already lost everything. So to me, there was so much shame. Like I came from such a highly religious and like just this crazy upbringing. And then to go through that, it was so shameful, like to my family and to da da da, all these things. And so for me to even say that I was divorced, it was very difficult for me. And my brother actually, when like everyone found out what was happening, he left his job in Chicago, moved out to Colorado to live with me and showed me like so much support, like the greatest gift that anyone's ever given to me. Me and my brother are best friends. We talk every day. Um, So I think because of that, it was just like a line in the sand. And obviously like I went to therapy and worked on myself, but because of that, and because I lost everything, like, it was just like, like, I mean, I literally had no money. I was like 28 years old and babysitting for like $200 cash. You know what I mean? So like, because of that, I was just like, well, it's really not getting any shittier than this. So like, what do I have to lose? And then when I did my big uh, million dollar like t-shirt deal. I remember there was some things with that, that to me, it was never about the money. Like I spoke my truth always. And I felt so great about that. And that deal really taught me, like, I will not compromise my values. I ended up like not continuing to work with them and could have made millions and millions. And I mean, it would have been like, my consulting rate was crazy. Um, and I didn't, continue it. And so I think after that, I'm like, I just know so strongly, like money comes, money goes, relationships come, relationships go. Like it's me and me at the end of the day. So now I'm just so upfront because why wouldn't I be? And people respect it. Like now I have that evidence. Like now when I do collaborations and I do all these things, I'm like, Hey, this is who I am. These are my values. Nobody's confused about this. They meet me, they see me online. Like, they're like, yep, Gat's the same. Cool. Like, nobody is surprised. But I think, like, those situations and now having evidence, it's just easier now. And I mean, who knows? I hope that I'm in a situation again where I'm like tried, you know? I mean, 
new level, new devil. That's what Lori would always say. And I think that's so true, but oh, it's, it's so true. New level, new devil. I love that so much. I've heard that a few times. I didn't know Lori said that. That's where I first learned it. I remember Lori saying it years ago and I just like, that was something that's always stuck with me because I feel it so deeply. I'm like, yeah, it will just be something else. Like uh, at a zero, at a zero hanging in my office forever. Me and my friend Amanda would always say like, at a zero, like there's just different problems. Yeah, I want to have, you know, a million and multi-million dollar problems, but still at the end of the day, it's like, you have to have that trust in that being yourself. Do you think people can get that without having quote unquote, I've asked so many people, so many guests on this podcast, this question, do you think that people can have that and understand that without a rock bottom moment? I had to have my rock bottom moment in order to get me to this place. So I actually don't think you can until you have it, but I think if you could somehow like get yourself uncomfortable enough to recreate that like emotional feeling or something, like it's something with like you feeling that in your core, whatever that is to you. So I don't know if you could recreate that, but my thought is like kind of not probably, I don't know. I know. I always feel like there has to be something. And I kind of wish, like, I think I remember hearing one time on a podcast, maybe like, fuck, like 10 years ago, where a guy was talking about how the hardest thing in the world to do is to really talk to like that adolescent. So like that 15 to 18 year old person and really make them understand. Like, do you remember when you were like that age and like someone told you something and you literally like just did not understand what they're saying like I wish I could go yeah. back and like no but you don't have the experience you don't have the experience but god don't you think it would be so amazing if you could talk to someone like that like and that's what I think we need in order to not have these rock bottom moments where you're like literally broke living with your brother or you're like myself like freaking eating disorder not wanting to live like you know what I mean like I think they're ha- like See, I, I don't know like I, I argue with that because I'm like that's the lesson like totally when I, I wouldn't be some- here without that that's for fucking sure yeah like when I see someone like these people that I look up you know like a Sarah Blakely and I'm like yeah like how many difficult moments did she have to get like everybody wants the shortcut and I'm just like no no I I 100% agree with you you there is absolutely no fucking shortcut like absolutely no fucking shortcut and I think that that's like the biggest problem right because social media just like you said when we started this podcast social media just shows you the end product like literally do you not have people like maybe you have a like really amazing group around you but like I have people in my life who will say to me still to this day like well you're just really lucky everything's just oh yeah I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Or not, I'm like, what are you do- like? What are you kidding? Like, yes, there's some luck, but like, fuck, are you joking? Well, it's crazy because, and we're people that show a lot, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I show like 80%. Are- exactly. I'm like, I show myself working literally all the time. How does that not court? I mean, this weekend I worked like every hour of, I mean, I was at the gym at 8 a.m. on Saturday. I literally worked. It's crazy. And I'm happy to do it. Like I'm, that's the yeah. season I'm in. I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to do it, but it's like, do you know how many hours I put in? This is one thing I will say though. I had someone tell me this, like my friend Lacey, like almost two years ago. And I think it is, I have never heard someone say this and you are the same as me. She said, people associate work with being unhappy, like the general public, right? So because you're so happy and high energy, as are you, people, when they see what you're doing, they are not correlating it in their mind as quote, hard work, because you're so high vibe and you're so happy. And I'm like, Oh, and I've had so many employees. Like I've had issues with it with when I had my warehouse and team, like people come on full time and they're like, wait, what? Cause they think it's just like a party. And like, I'm like, oh no, I will not be at work. Like you do literally do not know what you, and I tell them ahead of time to their face. Like Carl, my ex would be like, 
are you trying to scare? He's like, I don't think he works. You know, he's obviously in corporate. He's like, I do not think you should be saying that. I'm like, I am trying to scare these people away because they are then going to start working with me and be like, oh my God. He's like, oh my God, these interviews, he, he would be so uncomfortable. He's like, this is crazy. And they still would be like, what? It's because you're so happy and high energy. They don't associate that with work. So that is actually lucky. really good. I've never actually heard that before. Me either. My one friend told me that because she, she said like, she felt that she's like, I, I've like really thought a lot. I was like, this is such a gift. Like I was so grateful. She told me that I was like, I have never thought about that, but you're so right. Cause like, think about the majority of the population. They're not like happy going to work all high vibe. Like they're wishing for something else. Yeah. Most people fucking dread Monday mornings. You know, one of my longtime clients, I loved her so, so much. She, um, she came up like we were working together and she, like she, she wasn't even really working with me for business stuff. And she was in a kind of a hard season, but Mondays was her favorite day. Cause she thought of Monday as like a restart to her week or whatever. So she, we transitioned every day as a Monday. So like, how's your Monday, even if it's on a Thursday or whatever it is, but that is so good. Most people fucking hate Mondays. Most people yeah. hate Mondays. I love Mondays. Like Mondays is like my busiest client day. Like I'm like, fucking let's go. Like, let's get some shit done on a Monday. That's so good. I never even thought of that. But you know what the the work part? My husband literally thrives on that. Like my husband oh. still to this day, you know, his company, they do $50 million in revenue or whatever they do. And he will literally fucking sweep the floors at four in the morning to beat people to the job site because he's like, no one will ever beat me to the job site. You might as well get up at three in the morning or stay 24 hours a day because you were not going to beat me. Love it. Like, that's how I am. I'm like, nobody in this company has ever, no one would ever say anything to me because like nobody outworks me. I'm like, yeah. What are you going to say? <laughs> exactly. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So now that, NIN, you're kind of taking it in a different direction and you're doing yeah. a lot more like mentorship and coaching and you're talking a lot about brands. So you had this epiphany moment at the last uh, nurses give back night. You kind of looked around and you're like, holy shit. And do you know what's so interesting? I've always thought that about you. Like everyone, you know what I mean? Like you Everybody, finally just thought it. Me. Yeah, that's so you. Like there is not another person on the planet that shows up in the way that you do with the vibration, with the look, with the like, with everything like and you fucking love it that's the best part is you fucking love it I live for it you live for it like your 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 outfits your vibe how you put everything on it's fucking amazing so one thing though uh though that I really do understand about you and that I've understood from day one when I first started doing corporate golf outings because basically what that meant was companies hired me to play golf with executives mm -hmm. and I called it the trifecta. I had to play golf a certain way. I had to look a certain way, but I had to communicate a certain way. And I'll be honest, the year that it kind of light bulb moment for me, we brought in this girl. She was like a $50,000 daily, um, like her, that was her daily fee. She was a big celebrity in the golf world. She definitely looked pretty good. But I remember at the end of the event, the client come back to me and said, that was great. We'll see you next year. And I think the thing that I was able to do, because I've always thought about it, like I am not the best looking, I'm definitely not the best golfer, but the thing that I can do better than anyone else is the sense of human connection. I can read mm -hmm. a person within two seconds. I know whether I can walk up to the tee box and be like, what's up fuckers, let's go. Or, hey guys, how are we doing today? Like, and learn about them as a human being. Because most of the people that were coming to these events, they were there because of business, right? So not every one of them yeah. loves golf. If I could, within the first 15 minutes, figure out whether this guy was a, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, or he loved fishing, or he was obsessed with like fucking Lego, I don't really care. But as long as I could make that human connection, it was game on. And these guys wanted me year after year. That is the thing that you do so well. Thank you. Yeah, I think so too. It's just people things. It's a little intangible. And I think that's why I always, it's a struggle. hard thing to put a monetary value on because people don't understand they, it. But once don't. you get it, that's why I like, I mean, I didn't even need that many clients year after year for, I did this for like 10 years because every fucking year they brought me back. So I didn't need to find a bunch of new clients. If I did 25 events a year with the same 25 people for the next 10 years, I knew it would like kind of eventually fade out but 
that's, that's you. That's a hundred percent you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I've, yeah, it just was intangible for so long, but I think building nurses, inspired nurses helped me, my brain and helped. I mean, again, like you just need credibility, right. In the business world, like ROI and you know, all the things like it can't just be all fluff. Like when people are spending a shit ton of money. So, um, yeah, I think that just gave my brain credibility, but hundred percent, it's just a little intangible, but now it's not, now I don't feel like it is. Hey y'all, it's Christina. Just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all, say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because this is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've ever had any questions about my one-on-one coaching, you know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast, pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. So now what is the main goal? The net now the goal is to help the brands or what are we doing now? Because I want people to understand this because I know that there's a ton of people that listen to this podcast that either own their own company or in business or whatever it is. Yep. So, well, we're in a transition, so I'm still figuring that out, but I do know the route. And so when I last year decided to like, you know, start a new business and go all in on my personal brand. I named it the middle woman because that's how I view myself. Like I am the middle woman between companies and brands that want to connect with their customers. And it's not so much a what, cause I think, and I know people say, oh, you need to specialize in an industry. Fuck that. I think I can do it for any industry because it's just people. And I'm like, still have yet to meet someone that I could not give an idea to or help. So I'm like open to that challenge. Someone come to me. Um, But it's humanizing the brand. And that's what I don't hear people talking about because I'm such a people person. And that's where I've seen with NIN so many of these corporations, but even small personal brands miss the mark is in humanizing their brand. And when you humanize your brand, you increase brand loyalty, And you can really increase organic sales. And that is what I'm passionate about is, you know, it's the connection piece. I think connection is just maybe a little fluff, but it's really in humanizing the brand. There's so many different ways you can do that, no matter how big your company is. And that's why brands have hired me. That's why I work with Bubbler, CeraVe, all these huge corporations that need that human piece that I can bring them. Barco, our scrub company we work with, that's been around for a hundred years. And I'm giving, they're calling me to say, Hey, what should we do about X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, yeah, you need to humanize. Um, the world's changed, you know, and people want to work with real people. And so I think that's my gift. Um, whether it be like a hairstylist, an esthetician, or, you know, CeraVe, a bubbler, they need to humanize too. Bubbler actually does an awesome job. That's why they like me, um, and my energy, but yeah, it will be in humanizing the brand. What that looks like exactly is, you know, is the piece I'm still figuring out. It's consulting. I've been able to do some of that, but also I'm a doer. Like I want to help you humanize. I want to be at the events. I need to be there in person. I need to see what's happening. Um, I'm hands-on, like, let me create the content. Let me work with your marketing team to help you create the content. 
Um, and then I think brand collapse is a part of that. Like, I think so many people are missing out because they're not doing partnerships, right. Or even partnering at all. And that's what I've been able to do with NIM that I don't see people doing, like using these companies' marketing dollars to give back to their clients. And it just makes you look good. Every single person in this scenario wins. The customer is getting free product, the brands that are getting their product out, and then all my customers come back to me. Like we have a 50% return customer rate on our e-com, which is like unheard of because we just take care of them as people. We always have free gifts. We're always giving back to them. What company do you not want to work with that's like, yeah, here's your like $75 value CeraVe product gift bag. And CeraVe's like, oh my God, Kat's handing out thousands of products for us. And I'm just like, yeah, everyone's happy here. It's great. <laughs> okay. So let's get this tangible. Like what is, like if I, if someone's listening to this podcast that has their own company, let's say they're a esthetician, like what are some tangibles that you have done to like share their brand and like humanize yep. their brand like what can people do so like they yes we want people to work with you but like let's give oh, them, tell them right, right now. now yeah exactly yeah. Two, let's tell them two things right now that they can Perfect. do number one biggest mistake i find that the reason it's not humanized is everyone is talking to all their customers like they're the same blanket they're not connecting with them at wherever they're at first you know human what you, exactly what you said you have to connect with them on a human level we don't talk to everyone the same so if you divide it and you can go, I have post examples on my Instagram, Cat L. Golden, go there and I'm literally telling you what to post. Four different types of customers, potential customers. You have to calm their fears and explain their process. Human, what are their fears? Like example, you said esthetician or, or waxer. Say you've never gotten a, your eyebrows waxed. You're like nervous. Say you've never gotten a spray tan. You're like, am I going to be orange? Like we're not addressing fears and explaining process. First time customers human things, build a relationship, tell them like, Hey, when you come see me, we're probably going to be listening to Beyonce. I always wear my party pants. Like if you want to bring me a coffee, I love that. Like what is a human thing? Connect with them, follow up with them. How was your wedding? You came in for a tan. How did it go? Are you like, we just chopped all your hair off. How do you feel about it? Connect with them. Um, VIP customers. What the fuck are you doing to keep these people when they refer people to you? Tell them, thank you. It is simple. Send them a card. Share their shit. Check in on them. Know when their life events are. Like I send people flowers that have like people that I have customers that have placed over a hundred orders with me. Like, what are we doing for these people? And then MIA customers, like you should be adding so much value that you're showing up and giving value without expectation. If you are expecting something, it is not value. So if you are giving value and establishing yourself as an authority without expectation, you know, again, checking on them, connecting with them without asking for something, we are not selling, adding value, your people will come back. Hopefully you do such a good job in the first three, you're not losing people, but that second thing, this is really crazy, but I actually am just going to start posting about it because I've had great success with it. Humanize your brand. If no matter how big a corporation I was, or if I was an individual hairstylist, I would pick an inanimate object in my business and I would name it and I would give it a personality in my life. And I'm going to tell you why I would do that. I've had great success with this. I named my band Duke. I gave him a whole personality. I said, he was the only boy on our team. Um, we we're like a women power. <laughs> we just had this one boy Duke. He loved giving gifts to the nurses. He was like, I made all these things about where he was going. I put him in videos. Nurses would take their pictures with him. We would get tags in the wild. Um, I call my dog, my manager. And the reason that I do this is because it lets your personality out. And people are always like, I don't know what to post about. I don't know what to talk about. But you kind of get like an alter ego situation when you have like this inanimate object because it's like that thing can say things that like you can't maybe. So like I just told my hairstylist, if I was her, I have my, she's like, what would I do? I'm like, you have your Dyson, your blow dryer. I would start talking about this Dyson. I would give it a name. I'd be like, she's working overtime. Like we had all these clients today. Like I would start saying like, Hey, uh, Linda likes it. When you come in with your hair already clean. Like I didn't know I go to my hairstylist. My hair's like so sweaty after my workout. And they're trying to like tiptoe around that. I'm like not supposed to do that. I literally didn't know. I'd be like, Hey, Linda prefers when you come in, like not and haven't washed your hair in 10 days. Like just, you can say shit in a different way. 
like bubbler they have like a bubbler can guy name this guy send him out everyone wants their photos with him maybe he's like it's his birthday and we post about him maybe he gives away freebies you tag him in the wild like um Anything, oh my God, this is to... all just so fucking good. I'm like, you guys, everyone who's listening to this, rewind back like the last four minutes, get some fucking oh, no notes, man. go follow Kat right now. But you know what's so funny? I, I'm because I'm immediately thinking like, oh gosh, what do I have in my life? You have you your, know, your microphone. My my microphone on the, on the podcast. But you know what I'm thinking I actually do that with right now? It's my husband. I feel yeah, like you my husband do. is like the fucking... Oh my God. Every time I bring Nathan on the, on, on my Instagram stories, I swear to God, I go up by like 500 views whenever my husband's on the post. I, I, I swear to God. It's so easy. I just need to start him, start saying shit. I don't want to say. <laughs> exactly. But my, like the, when my dog, everyone says that. And I started calling you my manager so long ago and yeah, I don't I know. know why. And it just adds like another character and level and sometimes like the same thing probably what you're saying with Nathan like sometimes it's just easier to take the attention off yourself like versus like it's just a different I don't know I don't see people doing this and I don't know why and I think it's like the easiest hack and no matter how big or small your brand is you can do it Oh my God. That's all so much fucking gold. You guys, I'm dead serious. Go hit rewind, listen to it on like, you know, half time speed, take some fucking notes and add some of these things. Then reach out to Kat. Once you see that they oh. actually work. One thing that you do that I I've are that I always try to do is I always just try to remember. Cause you know, I think in our industry, especially, and especially if coaches or whatever, people are just fucking scammy and slimy. Like totally. I will tell you, I have literally to this day, there's people who started following me like what, five, six, seven years ago, however long it is. I will literally think about that person. Like I, this is a hack and I give, I've, I've said it's created me a million dollars easily in business. I have a master client list of basically every single person I've talked to. And all I do is just write down their name. I write like a couple little notes about them. Like I say, like, you know, lives in, lives in Michigan, has a manager dog, owns nurses, inspired nurses. But whenever I have something come up, I'll just send it to them just because it's a fucking human being. Like if a person never gives me $1, but I am being a human to them, you never know. That person may never give you a dollar, but they may refer people to you. They may like, you never fucking know where it's going to come from. But when you treat people as human beings first, that was the, your whole entire brand. Humans yep, human first, brand. humans first. And it's such like a, mind fuck and it's so simple but if everyone did it it their businesses would be so much better 100 and this is what i keep saying so few people do this that like it's not hard to stand out i'm like so few people because to me the reason is exactly what you're saying that's a little intangible you're saying i'm gonna do something and there's not like guaranteed xyz reward right has it made you a million plus 100% like no doubt in my mind. And I'm the same way. That's why I give exponentially. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's reciprocity. It's psychological. If you give to people, they want to give back to you. It just makes it's, it's just how it works, but it's not like some guaranteed formula and yeah. people are like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, Great, exactly. That's out. why they'll go hire the person that does, you know, some bullshit says some bullshit, woo woo bullshit. When exactly when at the end of the day, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like there's, but there's no way to kind of say like you do this thing and you'll fucking get this ROI guaranteed for sure. I mean, like I've got the fucking proof, but yeah, it's not science, but also at the same time, and when you believe it's science in your head, it's fucking science. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Couldn't agree with that more. So uh -huh. human things do those. If you did those two things, yeah, you'll get, you'll get some good feedback. hundred percent. And let's, let's forget about the money part. You'll enjoy your fucking life better because 100%. There's, not, there's not like, I literally have a, a few clients right now. I probably have a half a dozen clients right now that all do seven figures and above. And I'll tell you, I guarantee the reason why a lot of people work with me is I don't give two fucks how much money you make if you're fucking miserable and people exactly. don't want to be fucking miserable. They don't it's because what they figure out, I'm thinking about one of my clients in particular, they fucking crushed it. 
and literally verbatim on our discovery call together, they said, we thought when we got to this level, like things were going to change. No, they fucking didn't. Mm-mm. They fucking didn't. It's a new, like, I wish everyone could understand, but everyone does understand once they get to that level, whether they lose the weight, whether they have the kid, whether they make the million dollars, whatever, 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 put your fucking whatever you want in that blank. Unless you enjoy the experience while you're at, you know, $50, you won't enjoy it at 50 million. You just fucking won't. No, that's how I manifest. Cause I just like, I'm like, well, what do I want? How do I want to feel? I'm going to act like I already got it. <laughs> that's exactly. on my email list. I don't care. I'll start my email list over. I'm like, yeah, I'll know one day it'll be huge. Well, just act like it's huge now. Exactly. On my Instagram, there's some days that like my views are so bad. I got like nailed by using my own trademark. My views went down on my stories to like 300 or 400. I don't really give two bucks. I'm still going to show up for those people. Exactly. No matter what. No matter fucking what. No matter fucking what. That's Um, why I love you. We're the same. (laughs) Oh my God. That's why I love you too. But also too, I think I want people to understand that like Kat literally showed up like this. You and I met right when you started NIN. Like you were like six months into NIN. You guys, Kat has been the exact, and I think that's one of the reasons why we like each other is because we actually have known each other for a long period of time and you yeah. can't fucking smoke and mirrors this for five years. Like she walks the walk guys walks the fucking walk. And she and I both know that there's a hundred people on the online space that we both know that do not walk the fucking walk mm-hmm. like at all. A hundred percent. It is smoke and mirrors. Cat is that person. Like you are this person. Like this is a hundred percent you. That's the greatest compliment ever. When people meet me in person, it is. Like, and I thank you. It is. And people tell me that when they meet me in person too, they're like, "Oh, you're exactly the same." I'm like, "Yeah." I know. Me too. I was like, "What?" Yeah. Like I, it's, but it's kind of weird that you know a lot of people don't expect that, right? Like, but I, I also think that that's the industry that we're in because you've met a few people, and I know I have too. That I'm just like, oh yeah. wow, you're nothing like you are <laughs> online. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's sad. So right now, when you're in this transition, because I know that there's a lot of people that are kind of in this position right now. I think the difference between you and a lot of people in your position is you truly are enjoying this season I think you obviously have had hard days we've talked about a few of those personally together and things like that like it's not like this perfect cakewalk but it's also you are truly you truly know from the bottom of your soul that it's gonna work out like you have Mm -hmm. that unwavering faith that it is gonna work out and that it's all coming together but what would you say to that person who probably doesn't have the attitude that you do what would you say to that person to keep them going? Yeah, that's a good question. And I will say probably even like six months ago, I was like, oh my God, is it going to work out? I was feeling a little some kind of way. That's probably like one of the times we talked. But I think what I would say that I really focused on was there has to be something, no matter how small that is working, that you can be grateful for or I I just was focusing on how I wanted to feel and kind of like what I was saying earlier, you know, I asked myself, well, if I had the answers to all of these questions, what would I do? And I was like, okay, whatever that is, I'm going to do it now. And I was so crazy. I made myself like a little grid, like a little spreadsheet thing. And I was like, every day I'm going to do these things. Like if I really want my life to look different in six months or a year, I have to feel really good. Because to your point, what we already talked about, I'm like, if I get to whatever goal or whatever, and I feel like shit, then what's even the point, you know? So I really just made my little grid and I was like, what feels good? Like, I know I need to be around people. I want to feel good in my home. Like I care about my space. Um, I want that to feel really good. Like it wasn't actually anything related to my quote, like transitions, my business, I just personally wanted to feel really good. And then I knew if I did, that would make me excited to work. Um, So I started like going to see more live music and just focusing on what I could control. And then that gave me, I think, so many more ideas that made me excited about work. And it was honestly like just small daily actions, which is why I made my little grid, like 
something I'm going to read every morning, something I'm going to do. And then other, like I had a couple business things on there. Um, but it was just no secret. It was just kind of like those small daily actions. And I think too, like just giving ourselves permission. Like at first I thought with this transition, I was like, oh, it's customer experience. That's what it is. And I taught some workshops and I'm going to continue to, because I'm super passionate about customer experience, but it's like, wait, it's through the lens of humanizing. If someone doesn't want to humanize, I don't care about their customer experience, but I have to take action to figure that out. I'm like, we can just take action and figure it out. We don't put so much pressure on ourselves. I had a um, wrong answer. <laughs> no, no, that's a beautiful answer because you know, it's very similar. So I reached out to, um, her name is Natasha and she owns the number one Trader Joe's account in the world. It's called the Trader Joe's list. You fucking shop at Trader Joe's, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. You. Do, do you follow Trader Joe's list? I don't know. I'll have to look. You probably do. It's got like 5 million. I think she's got five or 6 million because Trader Joe's doesn't, and they have horrible like what you do they have a horrible it's horrible trader joe's is like the actual trader joe's is really bad at that because they don't work with her at all like she's got five million followers on trader joe's isn't that crazy beyond bonkers beyond like this could kill them yeah like it's amazing but anyway what she said why she did the podcast she didn't know me and we got connected through our mutual friends so she races bikes as well and one of my best friends is like she's Olympic marathoner and all the bullshit. But anyway, so they connect me and she said, the, the she looked at a c- couple of my posts and she said, the reason why she said yes to the podcast was she said, it is about action. It's about taking the next step. It's about taking the next step. She said, when she saw me say, listen, guys, it's everyone stops themselves because they're thinking 10 steps down the road. Will it work? What are, what if it doesn't? And they paralyze themselves from taking the next step. Kat just told you, Kat has created a multi-million dollar business in the last five years, and she is making this transition and she is taking it one step at a time. She is willing to do something today that she may not be willing to do or may not work five months down the road. But in order to get to five months down the road, she's doing the next fucking thing. And that's what stops every other person. Yeah, it was so funny, too, because even when I did my first like customer experience workshop, I asked my friend that owned a salon. I'm like, hey, I want to test out this content. I know it will be I know enough to know it will be valuable for you. I got content of it. I like, you know what I mean? And then was that one the best one I've ever done? No, it wasn't. And I learned like two things. Then the next one, I'm like, okay. And then the next one, and do you know, because I did that for free, it's like public knowledge. Um, I was able to get, I did it for free because I was testing it out. I'm not going to like charge her. I'm like, Hey, I need to like practice this content. I got content so I could then promote it. I got um, a connection with Evelis, who is a pharmaceutical company that does Juvo, which is a brand of like, we know Botox is a brand, but Juvo is the only FDA approved, like for the beauty industry. Botox, it's a side effect, you know, not saying it's not good, but whatever. Evelis, this company, I'm now a partner with them. I can now speak with them. You know, I signed a contract for a year. I can now teach workshops. They in Michigan, any nurse injector that does my program, they're giving a free vial of Juvo, which is like a thousand to $1,500 value all because I took that action. And now I have this fucking amazing partnership with these awesome people that love that I'm a nurse, love that I'm myself because I can connect. They want to humanize. So they're doing everything I teach. And now I just signed this contract with them for a year and they're going to basically pay people to take my program. Cat's forehead looks fucking fantastic. It does not have one motherfucking wrinkle because she is juvoed out, folks. I mean, <laughs> that was a benefit too. You look perfect, and it's Isn't that crazy. Oh, it's it's a hum- it makes so much fucking sense. It makes so much sense. But again, you guys, Cat wouldn't be in this position if she didn't start from the ve- very, 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 exactly. very beginning. You just have to start, you guys. Like. If you can take one thing, well, go back to about 10 minutes ago and go take notes on that because you bet my ass I'm going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> go back about 10 minutes ago, listen to that. And then the next thing is just fucking start. You know, the the whole brand, this, my whole brand is decide it's your turn. And it's just a matter of like, just deciding you guys decide action, decision, faith and action. That's the second thing that we have trademarked. That's the fucking process. 
Kat just decided she takes so much action and she has faith that everything's working out for her. She has faith that the next step is going to be presented to her. Like you're a walking, Mm -hmm. talking billboard for epicness and amazingness. And I'm just so grateful to call you a friend and you guys, please, please, please go follow her, whether you have your own business or not. Like, I mean, Kat is by far the number one follow. I don't follow that many people. I don't really look at many people's shit. I look at Kat every single day because what she's doing and also a hundred percent. And so does every, like everyone that really knows Kat really knows Kat and knows that we are all inspired by her showing up every single day. And I'm just so excited to know you and just grateful. Let's go to a concert soon. Oh my God. We're going to a hundred percent. I go to concerts all the time. So do you, um, when's your next one, you guys, and please just follow Kat just for her fucking look. Like I'm going to be like the most basic, like I got a fucking t-shirt and jeans on. Kat has a whole glam squad. You're like the fucking Beverly Hills housewives over there. You got so much glam going on. No, I just like, I have to love my personality out. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Um, Did you go to, you already went to Beyonce, right? Oh yeah. And talk about energy. Like I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. Like, Neither you know, I. I'm not like a diehard, like, I'm just like, you know, I loved her documentary and I, I love like a lot of her old music and whatever. When I say I'm still shook over this whole talk about energy, it was so flawless. Like the level of detail, her face and her presence and her engagement, talk about humanized. Like I was like, oh, I just went to school. Like I really? was sitting there every single detail. And even when she changed outfits, it was about seven or eight. I didn't even, I did, I had a dream. And then I said, I have to stop. Like, I was like, I got to stay focused. Like, I didn't want to miss anything. Like I was like, I can't even have another drink. Like I was like, I gotta remember every single thing. And like, even during the outfit changes, the videos, the stage, like the dancers, they were not all the same. The dancers had like incorporated pieces of her outfits. Like she even had a tiny chain. I'm like, does that say Renaissance? Like every single detail flawless dancing this level of energy oh my god I by far I've never did you see the Taylor Swift one too no I didn't and I went to Morgan Wallet and Beyonce and I was like if I would have went to Taylor Swift I would have went to the trifecta I don't love Taylor Swift like I don't like Taylor Swift Beyonce or Morgan Wallen so there you go yeah, well, so I like I respect Taylor. I think as a businesswoman and like oh, as a business able, person, a hundred percent. What she's been able to create and she's very giving and all that. But like to pay to go to her show, I honestly wanted to go. I had another. Um, I went to the camp and I had a brand clap thing with Bubbler. But the weekend she was in Detroit, I went one with my friend Amanda. I wanted to go just to like more observe and like totally. see business side of it, right. Yes. Like, I'm like, what is happening here? Like, what spell is she casting on these people? I gotta know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but everyone that I've heard that ha- that went to it said it was like literally one of the best shows ever. I mean, That's she, all- she went 40, uh, like 44 songs. I mean, when I think about like a concert that I've been to, you know, you and I both go to oh, a yeah. thousand concerts, you know, most people sing what 10, 15, 15, 20 songs max. She sings 44 in this in the pouring rain. Like it's it is pretty good. And the whole oh, yeah. you know, one thing that she does that I just learned this weekend from my niece was she gives away those bracelets, which by oh, the yes. way is exactly what you're talking about when you're value add humanize. Exactly. Everyone's posting about it. I'm like, hello, it is not rocket science. It is genius that she's doing that. And then that's exactly what you just told us to do 10 minutes ago exactly I'm like talk look at this like it is not hard to figure out I'm like this is nuts I had bracelets and everyone's like oh are those Taylor Swift bracelets I'm like no I got them at Target <laughs> no so did and she. Then like, now she just charged a thousand bucks for them exactly I'm like oh my god like her merch sales alone all of it I'm like she's killing it and it's not hard to figure out she adds value she goes the extra mile she humanizes she talks to the fans like she's rain or shine. She gives her truck drivers a hundred thousand dollar bonuses. Like I'm like, look. Yep. Proof is in the pudding. Kat just told you what she's doing. And the number one uh, concert of all time going to cross a billion dollars in sales. You guys is doing every single thing Kat just told you to do. And you can do it on a very like not Taylor Swift budget. It is that fucking simple. Be a well, human that's being. The thing. 
Yeah. And give shit away because that's, I used to think I had to pay to give stuff away. Now I'm able to give stuff away and I don't pay because people have marketing dollars. Like even my hairstylist, I'm like, right, write all their people and get samples. They all have samples. It costs them nothing. Write a handwritten note, make a little sample thing and give all your people free product. If I, if I went and I was getting hair masks, I'd be like, oh my God, thank you. It's easy. Okay, you guys, it's easy. Give free shit away. Be a human. Give people, like, just give a shit. Give a shit. Create a human connection and uh, make more money. And the most important part is have so much more fun because Kat is literally, Kat is literally a walking, fucking, talking billboard for enjoying your life. And that is, to me, the number one thing. I don't care how much money she has in her bank account. She is literally a walking billboard for enjoying life. And there's nothing more inspiring than that. I love you so much. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. You guys go follow her right now. Catherine Golden, a.k.a. Cat Golden. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.